Hi, you guys. CJ Pearson here. Welcome to the CJ Pearson Show, and I hope it is a very, very good day for you guys. Happy, happy Tuesday, and I hope you guys had a happy Memorial Day weekend. I know that I did. It was definitely a good little break, even though it wasn't really all that much of a break for me. So as a lot of you know, I've been working on the Vernon Jones campaign, and we had a great week last week advancing to the primary runoff. But what that means actually is that our next election is just 20 days away. So I spent all weekend working, 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 but it was absolutely just kind of cool to like get some of that work done by the pool instead of the office. And so no complaints there. It was very, very, very good, very productive. And I like to say busy anyway. I don't know what I would do if I ever really took a true vacation. So Honestly, um, I'm not mad about it, but I will say that after this election, I will be taking a real vacation. Um, it definitely is very, very much well needed. Um, but until then, until June 21st, we are working all gas, no brakes, of course. But, you know, other thing that I, you know, kind of had fun doing this Memorial Day weekend, me and my roommate actually, we went to go see Top Gun. And so, I had never seen the new, the first Top Gun until recently. I saw it was on Netflix. I saw it was in Tom Cruise. And, you know, if Tom Cruise is in a movie, you know, there's a list of actors that if, if they're in a movie, you know, it's going to be good. Like Denzel Washington is one of those guys. Idris Elba, Will Smith. Like, you know, if those guys are in a movie, that it's going to be a good movie. Kevin Hart, Sandra Bullock, all those people. I know for a fact what I'm about to get myself into. Um, if I'm on Netflix, I don't know what to watch or I'm on Hulu or HBO Max. I have all the apps for God knows whatever reason. But I know that if I don't know what I want to watch, if those people are in the movie, that is going to be a good movie. And so I kind of like just kind of ironically ended up watching, um, you know, or coincidentally more so ended up watching Top Gun on Netflix. I didn't really realize that the new Top Gun was going to be out in theaters this past weekend. I was just like, oh, I just want to watch this movie. And so I watched the first Top Gun, loved it. And from what I understand now, this may be wrong. I'm just kind of doing this from memory. But the first Top Gun was made in like the 80s or the 90s or something like that. And so for a movie to be made that long ago and be as good as it was absolutely just beyond crazy to me. Like it, it seemed like it was like just a really, really well-made movie. Um, the first one. Um, but last night in true Memorial day fashion, not long weekend fashion, like Kamala Harris likes to call it, but Memorial day weekend fashion. Um, like when you actually, you know, recognize and cherish the sacrifices that those have made in defense and pursuit of our freedoms and liberties. Yeah. That weekend, um, I wanted to do something patriotic. I want to do something, you know, of course, just on brand for the weekend. So what is more American? What is more pro freedom, pro liberty, pro everything America is about than Top Gun and watching the first one definitely showed me that. And so I just knew I knew that Top Gun Maverick was just going to be definitely something I had to see. And I, you know, I'd been kind of getting a little bit of FOMO because I've been going through like Facebook and Twitter and everyone was talking about Top Gun. Um, and I was like, I've got to see this once and for all. So, you know, we weren't doing anything yesterday evening. And so I was just like, Hey, do you want to go watch Top Gun? And there was a showing like really 30 minutes, you know, you know, after I said that, and I was like, all right, let's go. And so we went. So good. Literally one of the best movies I've ever seen. Uh, and the message behind it is just incredible. Just the, the message of 
sacrifice, laying it all out on the lawn for a cause bigger than yourself, truly the embodiment uh, embodiment of ask not what your country can do for you, but ask instead what you can do for your country. Um, lessons that uh, too often are not taught are, are, are shared or cherished in Hollywood today much anymore. And so to see that from a guy like Tom Cruise and in a movie that is breaking box office records, from what I understand, Top Gun Maverick had the biggest Memorial Day opening of any movie in the history of ever. Um, because I think people really are speaking with their dollars and they're, sh- and they're saying that we don't want the woke Hollywood. We don't want the SJW Hollywood. We don't want to be lectured about pronouns and all these random stuff. We just want to see good movies. And, and, and that movie, Top Gun Maverick, was a hell of a movie. And it had so many facets of just patriotism and just, just so much that, honestly, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's very, very good. I enjoyed it a lot. I would watch it again. I actually thought about watching it again today. Uh, and again, I, there's not enough good things I can say about that movie. So again, go watch it and go watch it now and tell me what you guys think. Tweet me your thoughts, text me about it, message me, email me. I want to hear what you think about Top Gun Maverick because it was that good of a movie. And I just kind of am curious about your takeaways from it because I think that like I saw so many people who just, you know, who kind of just, you know, who expressed the same thing that I just said that they loved how it was just a, non-political movie that was just really about loving America and being proud of it and being, you know, so in love with this country that, that, you know, Tom and everyone else who was in the movie was willing to sacrifice, um, you know, even their lives if it became, if it came to that point. And I think that, you know, oftentimes, and, and especially within my generation, we take it for granted how lucky we are. Uh, to be Americans, how lucky we are to live in the freest nation in the world, how lucky we are um, to have hit the lottery in terms of being born in a country as great as this. Um, And especially during even Memorial Day weekends, you know, a lot of people, they go out to the beach, they, you know, they do whatever, they get, you know, they get drunk and that's, you know, that's fine. That's, you know, your prerogative or whatever. But I think that oftentimes it's very easy to lose sight um, on why we're celebrating what we're celebrating. And I think that that's something to not forget. You know, I saw this post on someone's Instagram that was actually really interesting and really profound to me. They said that Memorial Day is actually the most expensive holiday uh, in the world because it's bought and paid for through the blood of, of the fallen and through the tears of those people's family and, and so much more people who lay down their lives for an idea, for a concept, for the, for the values of freedom and liberty. And that is what makes Memorial Day the most expensive holiday that you'll ever have the opportunity to celebrate. Not because of the hot dogs, the chicken wings and the meatballs or the ribs or any of that. And that's all good. But because of the fact that there are people who you've never met before, who will never meet you, who believe that you deserve to be free, that you deserve to live in a nation as a shining city on a hill, a beacon of freedom and liberty, so much so they believed in that, they were willing to lay down their life for someone and people, millions of people that they have never met before. That is a testament to courage and bravery unlike you will ever see one of which that is oftentimes way too scarce in our society today, when, when oftentimes when, when the people that are heralded the most are the people that are most selfish, right? 
the people that are more focused on self-preservation than the betterment of us all. But I think that when I look to our armed uh, forces and the brave men and women who wear the uniform of this country, we see every day people that we should strive to be a little bit more like. That's the biggest takeaway I take from Memorial Day is that it's not about getting lost in the sauce on the weekend, having a good time and, and go do that, you know, because they die for that too. They want you to take advantage of the luxuries and the freedoms that you uniquely get to enjoy, enjoy as an American. So go do it. Have no shame in that. But also to take some time to reflect upon how lucky you are to be an American every single day. And I talk a lot of shit, and I and I don't know if I would get away with this in a few other countries. I don't know if Kim Jong Un would be putting up with me or the Ayatollah of Iran. So all these people that talk all this mess about America, notice they're not booking any flights to North Korea or Cuba or any of those places anytime soon. It is for good reason because they can talk bad about America all day long, but they know how good they've got it. Because if they didn't know how good they had it, they would leave. But notice that they have never left. AOC, still here. Elon Omar, still here. Bernie Sanders, still here. Joe Biden, still here. Barely, but, you know, still here. Um, not necessarily mentally, but, uh, you know, presently, physically, I suppose, still here. Uh, you know, so these people who oftentimes are telling you how so far gone America is and how irredeemable our country is, they're still here because they know how great America is. And that's that point blank period. That's that. Um, and if you need another reason to be fortunate about being an American, look no further to what just happened in Canada on yesterday, where Justin Trudeau, prime minister of Canada, of course, announced that he was announcing a immediate and permanent ban on the sale and the trade, and I think believe also the possession of any and all handguns. <coughs> any and all handguns, guys. Like, when the left says that they're not coming for your guns, like, literally look them in the face and tell them that they're a liar. Because they are genuinely lying to you, and they're lying to you without any bit of remorse um, or, or, you know, at, at, or any interest in absolutely, you know, actually hiding their real agenda. You know, they, they try to say, oh, this is about comprehensive gun safety. They change the word. They don't want to say gun control anymore, so they say gun safety. Or then now they don't say, you know, just gun safety. They say common sense gun safety. So if you believe that you deserve to have the right to protect property and your own well-being, your right to life, they want you to say that you are not being sensical, that you are lacking in common sense, and you are just being far too radical far too extreme because you decide that you want to exercise the Second Amendment right that was given to you by the Constitution of these United States. They want you to think that you are the crazy one, that you are the radical one, but they're the ones that are trying to take away your freedoms. Not you. It's not the reverse. It's not the, the retro, you know, the retrospect. It is them trying to take away your freedoms. And, and I've got to say that people in Canada, I bet you the wish, the gun owners in Canada, I bet you they wish they were right here in the United States. I bet you they wish they had a second amendment. I bet you they wish they had the freedoms that we enjoy. And it's a damn shame they don't. Because, guys, if you look at history and you look through the course of human history, you see that when radical governments, when tyrannical governments seek to really exert their power over the populace, over the people, what do they do? 
First, they ban your God. Then they take your guns. And then they ban your ability to really think for yourself. We're seeing all a lot of these things happening in the country today, guys. A lot of these things happening in the country today. You know, they want you to think a certain way. And if you don't think that certain way, they try to cancel you. They come for your career, your livelihood, your social media accounts. They ban you from the internet because they don't want you spreading your so-called radical ideas and conspiracy theories. Only for those conspiracies to be proven right just a few months later. You know, everyone can bash religion and all those things all day long. But if you believe in the Lord... Whoa, you're a Bible thumper. You're too traditional. You have too many uh, old-time values and all these things. You're ridiculed because you believe in a higher power. You believe in something bigger than yourself, that you believe in our Savior. They ridicule. And recently, they used tragedies, like what we saw happen in Texas, as a means to an end to exert their gun-grabber agenda to disarm the populace. And they say that it's not about taking your guns. They're not coming to your doorstep and saying, give me every single thing you have. But yet, let's not actually pretend as if we should really believe them. Because, guys, every time the Democrats say that they're not really trying to do something, it always ends up being the thing that they actually do. Right? Remember when they said that they weren't trying to lock down America and then they went and locked down America because of COVID? Remember when they said they weren't going to force you to get a vaccine and they quite literally forced you to all get vaccines just to, I don't know, interact in the normal everyday life of a lot of folks who had jobs that required it and so many more restrictions placed upon them uniquely because they made <coughs> their own healthcare decision to not get vaccinated. Or remember when they said that we were only going to be going through those restrictions that they, by the way, said would never happen. That we were only going to get through those restrictions until we flattened the curve. And then we flattened the curve and they said just two more weeks. And they said two more weeks that passed. And the next thing you know, it was just we're in an entire year of restrictions upon restrictions and nothing changed. They told us that it would never get to that point. They told us that all we had to do was tough it out just for a little bit. And there would be no more lockdowns. There would be no more masks, no more vaccine mandates, none of that. And things would go back to normal. They lied then into what makes you think. And they will not lie to your face again with absolutely no remorse. <clears throat> what are you banking on? What gives you the confidence and the faith in these people to believe that they are not yet again seeking to gaslight the American people? Because I got to say their track record isn't the best. Joe Biden's isn't the best. Fauci's isn't the best. And so when they say that they just want to reform gun laws a little bit and you believe them and you believe them well i don't know i i I don't know i don't know what to tell you i'm concerned not just a little bit by the way i am heavily concerned if people really think that these people aren't coming for your second amendment rights they can say all they want all day long but guys we know we should all know. But beyond that point, let's get to you know, the issue here at hand as well. And the fact that the one thing I find most disgusting about this, uh, you know, outside of the fact that I just vehemently disagree with their push and their goal of, of just <clears throat> taking these guns away. But also, 
I genuinely have a deep disdain for the way in which they've gone about it. Truly and truthfully. 19 people lost their lives in Texas this past week. 19 people. Children, teachers. And outside of that direct tragedy, there's even a report of a husband who died from a heart attack because his wife was killed in that massacre. Before their bodies are even in the ground, before they even gotten cold, Democrats sought to use this tragedy to get what they wanted legislatively. They sought to use this tragedy to achieve their long-standing goals of mass gun control and whatever else I guess they want. That is disgusting. There is a stronger word probably out there to use, but I I am just so enraged that I can't actually think of it right now. Like how much morality must you lack as a person to use the bodies of dead children as a means to an end just to get a political win? Just to build out your so-called liberal utopia How terrible of a person must you be? Even though you have to be pretty terrible to do that, I don't think anyone can be more terrible than Beto O'Rourke. Now, By now, you guys have probably already seen the clip of him at the press conference where Governor Greg Abbott and the sheriffs and the Texas Department of Public Safety were giving a briefing about what had happened and how people could help. And Beto O'Rourke, who's running for governor of Texas, vying for the Democrat nomination. By the way, guys, this guy, I feel like, does nothing but run for office. Like, I, like, I don't know if it's, like, his full-time profession these days, but, like, I've never seen someone who is so good at running and losing political office. <clears throat> like, so good at running and losing. He ran for Senate against Ted Cruz. He lost. He ran for president against Joe Biden and whoever ever else. And lost. Now he's running for governor of Texas against Greg Abbott. And more than likely, will lose again. I don't know what kind of ego has to be on someone to think that after people reject you again and again and again, that you should just keep doing what you're doing, right? Like this man lost a Senate election. So he was like, oh, these people must want me to be president. He lost president. And I was like, God, these people must want me to be governor. Guys, we are one election cycle away from Kim Jong, or for like Beto O'Rourke challenging Kim Jong-un to be like the supreme leader. Like, I don't know what's next for for Beto O'Rourke. It's getting kind of scary. Like the Pope might want to watch out because Beto, actually, let's call this man by his given name, Robert Francis. Maybe because this that's the ego on this guy. This guy thinks that he can solve all the world's problems in one swoop because he's unique to do so. Even though God keeps telling him, Beto, stop running. <clears throat> running for president and governor and senate. Bro, stop running. May want to jog or speed walk or maybe just sit down, which is what he should have done. He should have sat down and listened during the press conference instead of behaving like an absolute ass 
and interrupting a press conference just to bring attention to his struggling campaign to be the next governor of Texas. Another guy who used the bodies of dead children as a step stool in his ambition to be governor. Disgusting, reprehensible, and more importantly than any of that, disqualifying for anyone who ever, ever wants to hold elected office in any state, in any country, and in any party. It's disqualifying. And he thought that people actually supported this move. He went outside after his little charade, his little shenanigan, and started raging at the press, giving a little speech, like he was at some political rally. And when the reporter asked him, you know, kudos to the random liberal journalist who actually, I don't know, chose to be objective. Local news reporter, credit, credit to this reporter, wish I had her name on hand, but she said, what do you say to people who say that this isn't the top? And he hushed her up. And, he's, and, and, and then he was just like, oh, no, this is the time, blah, blah, blah. The time is now. <clears throat> no, the time is not now. The time right now is for healing. It's for unity. It's for grace. It's for empathy. Now is not the time for politics or grandstanding or political maneuvering. Now is the time. Now is the time for us to actually come together as a country for once, not move from a tragedy almost immediately into a world of new division. Why? Just why? It's disgusting. But beyond that, guys, I've also got to say that what's interesting about this entire debate is that this happens almost like clockwork after every single time a tragedy like what happened in Texas happens, right? The left calls for gun control, they blame the NRA and all this stuff, even though no member of the NRA has ever committed a mass shooting. You can fact check that, you can Google it. It's just a matter of fact. Um, Playing people than the NRA ever has or ever will. But the media doesn't want to talk about that. The left doesn't want to talk about that for good reason because – It just doesn't satisfy their narrative. So why ever would they, right? Um, But going back to the NRA, it's always interesting how the left tries to vilify the NRA because it's just like, what the hell they do? What the hell they do? If a member of the NRA had been on hand at that shooting, maybe more people would have survived. Maybe more people would have gotten to safety. Because from what is coming out about the police's response to this school shooting, <clears throat> heads better roll. Heads better roll. Because it is inexcusable, it is reprehensible, and it is a complete dereliction of their duty to protect and serve. Absolutely. There's just, there's just no way around it, guys. I back the blue in every single way. I'm the most pro-law enforcement Pro-police guy you oversee. The jobs they do are thankless jobs that too many people don't want to do. And they do it, and we appreciate them for it. But what we saw happen in Texas where they waited 19 – wait, it may have been longer than that. I, I want to I make sure I get that figure right. But when they, they waited for a very extended amount of time <clears throat> before they wanted to go in because they 
who were apparently scared of the gunmen, even though they all had guns and there were plenty of them. There were Border Patrol agents responding. There was Texas Department of Public Safety agents responding. There was the Sheriff's Department responding. But for some reason, they refused to breach the building and save lives because they weren't given the all clear. Wow. But the point that I'm making here is this, is that now is the time to stand by your Second Amendment rights. Don't let these people bully you into a corner and make you feel as if you should be ashamed to carry and protect yourself. The most dangerous places in America are not places where guns overflow with and are not places like Alabama or Georgia or Florida or Texas. The most dangerous places in America are gun-free zones. There are cities like Chicago, Detroit, like places with the strictest gun control laws in America. Those are the places that are the most unsafe to be. Those are the places. And so... They play this game, this emotion manipulative game, where they think that they can gaslight, <laughs> where they think they can gaslight people into and whipping their emotions into shape and all of these things and pushing their agenda because they don't think people will actually look into the facts. They don't think people will actually look and see that, oh, maybe, just maybe, that if a good guy with a gun had been here, this wouldn't have happened. Or maybe that if I just sit down and think, well, if we pass more gun control laws, wait, the people that do these crazy things, they're criminals. And the definition of a criminal is what? Someone who doesn't follow the law? So how does passing more laws actually prevent people who already don't follow the law from not breaking the law again? Oh, wait, what a revelation. It doesn't. The people that want to break the law are still going to break the law. Criminals will still be criminals. They will still disobey. They will still disregard every single law that you pass, just as they do every single week, actually every single day in the city of Chicago where people are gunned down every single day like clockwork. When was the last day that you've heard in Chicago where there has not been bloodshed? And I haven't even looked at the stats from Memorial Day weekend, and I don't want to because I know just how bad it probably is. While you were taking the time to grill out with your family on Memorial Day weekend, gangbangers and thugs in Chicago were taking the time to go run down a block of innocent civilians. Just another day in Chirac. Just another day. Another day in a city, again, with the strictest gun control laws in the country. If these laws worked, Chicago would be a mecca. People would be rushing to move there. But they're not. Because you're more likely to probably end up with a bullet in your head in Chicago than the Detroit Lions are to ever win a Super Bowl. And both of those things. Both of those things. Just seriously. All right. Well, like, wow. Actually, let me change the analogy. You're more likely to end with a bullet in your head than Tom Brady is to get another ring. And, and guys, uh, and let me personalize it even more. You are more likely to end up with a bullet in your head in Chicago <clears throat> than Nick Saban is to get another natty this year. And, guys, y'all know I go to Alabama, roll tight, and we're getting another natty this year. We, we let Georgia, you know, we let Georgia have their time, but we're on the way back. But I say that all to say that this entire argument, this entire 
disinformation campaign of fake news that gun control laws actually work is just wrong. <clears throat> and there are countless examples that show that. Countless examples. You ever wonder why the left always has to like bring up Australia and all these random European countries whenever they talk about why gun control laws are the best thing in the world? Because it just doesn't work in a country where like if you give, you know, if you give freedoms up, it's very hard to get them back. But also once you give freedoms, people don't want to give them up. The same works in reverse. So, you know, it's, it's incredible. Like the left has no new ideas. They have, they're just so predictable. And it's a shame because it's just like their strategy is always the same. Let no strategy go to waste. And it is so vain. It is so just nefarious and wrong. And I view it with such contempt because it's just the absolute most vile form of politics that you literally cannot wait 24 hours a week or however long. I don't even know how long it actually takes like, or what would even be socially acceptable. Like People are grieving still. Like Again, like I said, they're, they're children who are not even in the ground yet and we're already talking about how we're going to politicize them and then how we're going to use them as a means to an end to get the, the ambitions of one party finally fulfilled. Like, what is that? Like, what the hell is that? We deserve better from our leaders. We deserve better from our politicians. We deserve better from our elected officials. But also, we deserve some common sense. People want to talk about gun control all damn day. That is not the problem in America. Guns are not the problem in this country. Guns are a tool. And it takes a person to use a tool. Whether or not it's for a good, bad, or indifferent use. It takes a person to wield a tool and put it to work. When someone is in a DUI, you don't blame Honda. No one's talking about suing Honda. Or a Porsche, for example, for Paul Pelosi driving drunk. No one's talking about that. But yeah, they want to sue the maker and the gun store owner of wherever this deranged kid got his weapon. It makes no sense. And they know it doesn't make any sense. They're just talking to themselves tough. But the point I'm making here is this. America doesn't need gun control. America needs God. And when we find God, I feel like that's when we're going to find a lot of this stuff. Just ceasing to happen. And I'll bet my last dollar on it. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You can catch this podcast everywhere you get your podcasts from exclusively here on the Colin on the Colin Network, but also too on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else we'll be there once a week, every week. I'll see you guys not too long from now. Talk to you guys soon.